Welcome to God's Playbook with your host, Father Rico Passero. It's a 20, 10, 5, touchdown! Touchdown! Let's play ball. Hello, friends, and welcome back to God's Playbook. Today we continue our study of John chapter 7. Today we will study verses 32 to 39. We hear in the scripture, the Pharisees heard the crowd murmuring about Jesus to this effect, and the chief priests and Pharisees sent guards to arrest him. So Jesus said, I will be with you only a little while longer, and then I will go to the one who sent me. You will look for me, but not find me, and where I am, you cannot come. So the Jews said to one another, Where is he going that we will not find him? Surely he is not going to the dispersion among the Greeks to teach the Greeks, is he? What is the meaning of his saying, You will look for me and not find me, and where I am you cannot come? On the last and greatest day of the feast, Jesus stood up and exclaimed, Let anyone who thirsts come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as Scripture says, rivers of living water will flow from within him. He said this in reference to the Spirit, that those who came to believe were to receive. There was, of course, no Spirit yet, because Jesus had not been glorified. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Friends, two key phrases in today's passage for us to reflect upon. You will look for me and not find me, and where I am you cannot come. Jesus is illustrating the fact that he is going to go into the tomb and to die and be raised for the sake of you and me, for the sake of the world. Jesus always knew what was going to happen to him. He is God. He knows everything. And so Jesus was an active participant in his own execution. There were no surprises, no curveballs. There were no back doors. Jesus knew exactly what was going to happen. Unlike in sports, where the opponent can sometimes surprise us, the devil is not able to surprise Jesus. Jesus knows exactly what's happening. He knows the plans that the community has against him. He knows they're conspiring behind his back. And yet, for Jesus, this is not a shock. He knows it's coming, and he continues to perform his ministry in the way he wants it to be and the words he wants to use. This has no effect on him bringing the gospel message to the people of his time. He's preparing for the life that is to come, and that eventually, yes, we are to follow him. But currently, he's turning to his most faithful disciples and helping them to realize that his time is limited. All the things he said about the Messiah are going to transpire shortly. All the things that the priests and prophets of the Old Testament had prophesied is going to be fulfilled in the person of Jesus, who is the Messiah, who is our Lord, who has come to redeem us and to set us free. When he talks about himself as living water, again, in fulfillment of the scripture, rivers of living water will flow from within him. We realize that Jesus is the living water. 
God's grace, which flows to us, originates from God himself. And so because Jesus is God, we realize that all life comes from him. We know that Jesus uses phrases like, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. So Jesus is the gate. Jesus is the good shepherd. Jesus is the Messiah. There are so many beautiful titles we attribute to him. But this idea of living water, which flows from God. We know that from the cross, as he is pierced in his side, water and blood flow from his side, showing the love and mercy of our God, which flows freely upon his daughters and sons who are open to receive that grace and to use it to grow in holiness. I pray that each one of us today, friends, will be more open to the grace and love of God so that he can use us to be his instruments of peace. Jesus in this passage is preparing the disciples for what is coming. For them, it's going to be a surprise. They weren't really listening. They didn't want to acknowledge that Jesus would be arrested and killed for our salvation. And that was based in love, just like us. We don't want to lose a loved one. When someone is dying or been given a diagnosis by a physician, sometimes it can be easy for us to disregard it. No, no, you're not going to die. You're not going to die. And the stage of denial is because we love the person. We want to spend more time with them. In the case of Jesus, regardless of their love for him, his mission needs to be completed, fulfilled. And this is done in a very particular way by his passion and death on the cross and his rising from the dead. So it's important for us to realize, friends, that as Jesus continues to influence and share with the disciples what is coming, the fact that they're surprised by what comes shows that there's this lack of faith, that they're not totally listening. We have to think in our own lives too, is this true of me? Are there times in my life where God is speaking to me, but I may not be entirely listening? Perhaps the teaching is difficult. Perhaps for some reason I'm reluctant to follow what Jesus is asking. Perhaps for me, I may be stuck in my own spirituality. Or perhaps God is asking me to do something I just don't want to do. Regardless of where we find ourselves, friends, the more we open ourselves up and trust in God, even when we face persecution, difficulties, temptations from the devil, or perhaps even betrayal from people we love. We need to recognize that we are actually following in the footsteps of Jesus, who has undergone all these things for us. The same Jesus who lifts us in the palm of his hand, the same Jesus who gives us the strength and the courage to be able to endure. Through him, we have life. Through him, we can continue on. He has set the path of salvation for us. So how can you and I better walk behind in the footsteps of Jesus to model his teachings, to follow his example, and to love like him? And so today, as we continue in this Gospel of John and our understanding of the signs of Jesus that teach us exactly who he is, God, may we be inspired 
to do as he tells us, to live like he lived, and to follow his commands. For God's Playbook, friends, I'm Father Rico. God loves you, and so do I. If you like what you hear, please consider supporting us using any of our affiliate links in the description below via Budsprout, Ko-Fi, or GoFundMe. Thanks, and God bless.